Monday, everybody, and let's call it Motivation Monday. I'm here to bring the fire when there's no desire. It's definitely no cap. In the words of Coach Prime, I'm like that. It's your boy OG, and if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in lamest terms. Man, do I have your back? I'm talking all the smack. Haters, no need to come back. I'm rolling out nothing but the facts. You thought you knew? Now you know. It's Motivation Monday. It's time to go. Let's get started. All right. I hope everybody had a good weekend. I hope nobody's charred like I was. Triple digits here in Houston. That's just the way it is. Have to survive the heat. Let's start off early. NFL with my team, the boys. We picked up Trey Lance from the 49ers. And, I mean, I'm glad we got the young man. He's talented. We don't know how talented because he's never got a chance to showcase any of it. And, you know, Dak shouldn't take this as any threat. If he doesn't do his job, he's going to replace that. That that doesn't matter if Trey's there or not. Trey hasn't played enough football to replace anybody. He hasn't had the chance to show his wares. He broke his leg in the beginning of last year. So, the jury's still out on him. But... For you to give up on a number three pick that quickly, and everybody wants to say, oh, you know, uh, Shanahan knows what he's doing. Shanahan doesn't know talent at the quarterback position. He messed up Robert Griffin, and he hasn't had a superstar quarterback since then. You could say Jimmy G was a star. He wasn't a superstar. But the thing that gets left out in all of this is how they're letting the 49ers off the hook. Why are the 49ers getting a pass? They gave up three first-round picks to go up and get him at number three, but now all of a sudden, year three, he's a bust. He can't play in a system. You're starting Brock Purdy and the turnover machine, Sam Donaldson, behind him. Let's break it down. Let's, let's peek behind the curtain. This is one thing I know. If he was white and they spent that much money on him at the quarterback position, he'd still be in San Francisco, and he would be the backup, i.e. Zach Wilson with the Jets. Now, nobody stunk it up like he stunk it up for the Jets last year. Bring in Aaron Rodgers. He's not the guy for your system right now. Where is he at? Sitting behind Aaron Rodgers. That's just facts. That's just facts. And they're just like, oh, he didn't work out for us. He's a great human being. If that was all the case, why is he still not in, in San Francisco? He didn't seem to be making any waves, even though he, he knew it wasn't going his way. But, you know, like, like I say, you got you have to look behind the curtain. And I'm going to say it again. The NFL doesn't want black owners. They don't want black quarterbacks. They don't want black coaches. Well... You're going to have to start eating a whole lot of crow because you better hope Trey Lance don't pan out. But we'll see. 
Also bad for the Cowboys. Will Greer had a pretty good camp for the Cowboys, uh, but it is a business at the end of the day. So he's pretty he's um, pretty sure he's going to get cut in the next couple of days. But uh, he had a, he had a pretty good game uh, Saturday night. So I mean, Will's bounced around a little bit, but uh, it's, it's bad. Like I said, this guy had a good camp, and now he's going to get uh, cut. But talent trumps everything in the league. You know that. I know that. Moving on. C.J. Stroud gets denied as the quarterback for the Texans. And uh, by all of accounts, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? You're not going to put my guy back out there, the, the Stanford uh, failure. You're not going to put him back out there. C.J. Stroud, number two pick in the draft. There's no reason why he shouldn't start. And like I said, they want to talk about, you know, Sagai should set for a year and all of that. I mean, yeah, in some circumstances, if you got an already made veteran quarterback, yeah, let him sit, let him soak it up, depending on if it's not any bad blood. Because when a guy's there to take your job, I mean, some people can be professional and some people can't. But, you know, Davis Mills wasn't being professional. So, I mean, I don't know if he's second or third string or whatever, but CJ, stay away from him. But, yeah, he should have got the nod. Congratulations to him. Moving on on the NFL, uh, Brown uh, Grant, the Browns Grant, uh, the wide receiver, is out for the season. He's being replaced by Marquise Goodwin. Okay, I say it's an even trade, but the injuries, uh, the injury bug was biting everybody at the end of the preseason. Thank God it's only three games now. The The Broncos, Jerry Judy's out for the third consecutive season at the beginning of the season with a hamstring. They say it's going to be a few weeks. Like Denver really needed that. Tampa Bay center, Colin Jensen, on the IR. They're just coming down the lane. Some good news. Uh, the Seahawks safety, Adams, he's off of the pup list. I don't know if he'll play game one, but we'll see. Just glad he's healthy. Uh, and also, Jonathan Stewart, six teams, has reached out for the all-pro running back. Well, will he end up? I thought Dallas, but hey, you never know. If he goes to Miami, it's going to be a problem. Uh, at this this point in his career, I take him over Dalvin Cook. He he is a workhorse. Uh, this injury he just had. I mean, he's not an injury prone guy. So I'm really waiting to see uh, how this pans out. The Jim Ursay just can't keep putting his foot in his mouth. Or maybe he can, and maybe guys won't want to come play for him. But it's football, people. It's football. Moving on to the NCAA football. Michigan institutes a three-game suspension of Jim Harbaugh because the NCAA can't make up their mind on if there were violations that took place or not. Like I said, what what do we need them for? If they're so gung-ho to suspend them, why isn't he suspended? The institution is going to have to suspend them. So basically when it comes out to if they decide to do anything it's basically going to be time served like i said the ncaa is a joke arizona state also imposes a ban a bowl ban on their football team because of violations that occurred while herm edwards was there herm edwards mr stand-up guy mr got fired on the field yeah herm you did you didn't do a good job at arizona state stay on tv this time okay uh the ACC expansion is not going uh, the way the teams out west wanted it to go. They uh, they should have they should know in the next few days if Cal, Stanford, 
and SMU are going to be added to the S going to be added to the Atlantic Coast Conference. I hope not, but hey, stranger things have happened. Moving on, Texas A&M. They're taking a lot of flack, uh, backlash from the students over the affirmative action uh, that happened, the, the, the bringing out of black students, the ratio, whatever you may have you. But the AD say he's behind Jimbo Fisher. That's fine, Jimbo. Good luck fielding the football team because I'm down here in this area. They're, they're exiting mass exodus. I don't know where they're going to be this year. I can't tell you. They had a good team on, on paper. But after all of this transpired, we're going to see. Also, Northwestern. The former athletes from Northwestern uh, defending the culture that Pat Fitzgerald built. But still, we have no info on what really happened. Uh, the, the story is there, were a lot of, there was a lot of hazing going on. Only two people, three people have really stepped forward as far as that goes. But they've made nothing public. So still, Pat Fitzgerald got fired, but we still don't know what happened. But people are coming out of the woodworks to defend. How about tell us what happened? We'll wait. Man, if you haven't seen it yet, check out the documentary on Johnny Manziel. Johnny Football, if you will. All I'm saying is he did more crap in a semester than anything they uh, tried to hang on Reggie Bush. Give Reggie Bush his Heisman back. He's in the active process of suing the NCAA. It's a joke. If you did, if Johnny Manziel is still holding a, a, a Heisman trophy after what you just saw in that documentary, lack of institutional control, that goes to you guys. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous the things he got away with. I'm not even going to tell you what he got. Watch the documentary and then ask yourself, why does he still have his Heisman and Reggie Bush doesn't have his? That's uh, another conversation for another day. Moving on. We can about to talk about uh, basketball, some stuff from last week. James Harden fined 100K for his comments about his front office. A player uses appealing it. I mean, what's that to James Harden? He spent 100K on a stripper here in Houston. But still, they shouldn't be just taking his money because he disagreeing with the, with the front office. I don't know how this is going to come to a head. The basketball season starts in October. Uh, Philly, front office, you got some crawling and groveling to do. Because I don't think, I mean, the Philly fans are not going to want him there if he doesn't want to be there. They're still trying to get Embiid out of town. Nobody seems to want to talk about that, not even Embiid. So we're going to see what happens, but not a look good. Not a good look. Kobe's getting his statue outside. Well-deserved. Shaq's got one. He damn sure should have one. Uh, P.J. Washington, he signs a new new deal with the Hornets. Three years, $48 million. Congratulations to him. Giannis wants more of a commitment from the Bucks. Really? The, the posturing to leave, come on, Giannis, you don't just just say you're ready to go. You've out your stardom has outgrown Milwaukee. The team's a little long in the teeth. Middleton can't seem to get healthy. I've been saying all along that one team out there just needs a star. You know what that team is? Brooklyn. The Brook. Imagine him with the Brooklyn Nets with the supporting cast he ha- that he has. Young McKell, he's got shooters, he's got defensive guys, very young team. 
I think he could go there and get the effect that he wants bigger than Milwaukee. I mean, you know, he's in New York. The, you know, he'll get everything he wants because like, he's understanding what kind of star he is now. So stop all the posturing. Just tell him you want out. A Fibber tournament, which we'll get into a little bit later, but I have to go. Uh, France gets bounced. That's the team with Rudy Gilbert and the foreigner from the New York Knicks. They get bounced by Lativia. I don't even know where that is. They get bounced. Uh, Rudy Gobert continues to be a disappointment. How? Why Minnesota gave up four first-round picks from him is still mind-boggling. Still, I mean, yeah, he won defensive player, but he's not a franchise guy. He's not a franchise guy. Give me JaVale McGee. I'm saying the Minnesota front office is looking like real idiots right now. That's all I'm saying. And there's some sad news. Stepping off basketball in the college ranks, Reggie Chaney played for the Houston Cougars. Uh, was on the 2021 Final Four team. Was found dead in his apartment last week. Uh, my condolences go out to his family, uh, his mother. Uh, just this whole tragic situation. Only 23 years old. Uh, details of a of details have not really been leaked. Uh, the undertones I'm hearing is overdose, uh, something of that nature, but I don't want to speculate. But like I said, uh, gone too soon, 23 years old. And going moving on to high school, Bronny James finally got his diagnosis. It's pretty much been out there. He's got uh, cognitive heart disease. All I'm going to say, LeBron, stop giving your kids steroids, bro. Stop. I mean, I'm not going to go into it, but it's been documented that you use steroids. So, lead the kids out of it, man. Bronny, get well. Stay off the roids. WNBA, Aja Wilson drops 53 last week to tie the WNBA scoring record with Liz Cambridge. But, you know, the Aces are not dominating the same way without Candace Parker. I have no news on her return. All I know is the surgery went well. I'll bring you up to date as soon as I get it. Adela Dawn for the Mystics made her return last week. She got a win in her first game. And she sent the said Aces to a loss a couple of days ago. So, welcome back, Adela Dawn. The Dreams Coffee is out for the rest of the year with a hand injury. And also, uh, Leah Boston uh, from the uh, Indiana Fever, she has a thumb injury. The injury bug just keeps on giving. Then we got the Phoenix Mercury eliminated from the playoffs, ending the longest streak in the, in the WNBA. Ten straight years making the playoffs. All I can say is blow it up. Donna Tarazi, retire. BG, ask for a trade. Uh, that's all I'm saying. You know, you know my uh, track record with the Mercury. Not a fan. Moving on to Major League Baseball, Steven Strasburg retires. One of the uh, greatest arm talents uh, ever to play in the game, but career cut short by injuries. He won the World Series with the he won the World Series and the World Series MVP with the Nationals. Only 35 years old. We wish him well. Shohei Otani won't pitch again this year. Because he has a UCL tear. I don't know exactly what that is, but it's got to do has something to do with his elbow. So he will be hitting, not pitching. 
also steroids. The Mets retire Dwight Doc Gooden's number and Daryl Strawberry. Long overdue. Like I said, if you really not into baseball, you might not know, know who Dwight Doc Gooden is. Look him up. Google him. One of the best to ever do it. One of the youngest, 19 years old. He was killing the game. He should have been. A, he should have been. A, his number should have been retired. Number 16. And my man, Daryl Strawberry, the only swing sweeter than his in my era of baseball is Ken Griffey Jr. Probably more powerful a hitter. Drugs and everything got him down, but he's back now. He's an upstanding citizen. So congratulations to those two guys. Well deserved. More baseball, the Little League World Series. Cali wins the Little League World Series over Carrasco's 6-5 walk-off home run. And like I said, I'm not really down on baseball. I just like, I don't like the, the void of uh, black inner-city kids not being able to play because of the prices. They'll go overseas and build these academies, but they won't uh, invest in the inner-city and they need to ID some of these kids. Because you're not telling me the kid that hit the walk-off home run, Lappy, 12? Yeah. And I'm 25. Moving on. Back to gymnastics. Simone Biles, the GOAT is back. After two years off, it's like she never left. Winning her eighth U.S. gym championship. Uh, all I got to say to all you other gymnasts, game over. So I'm so glad she's back. She got, you know, she had the mental problems in the, the Olympics. And people don't take mental health as uh, serious as they should. I'm glad she got back on her horse and just she looks better than she did before before she stepped out. Congratulations to her. We got in golf. Victor Hovland wins his second tournament in as many weeks. He wins the FedEx Cup, his second major win. Uh Congratulations to him. Uh, he put on the show yesterday. And also, I'll get you the finalists for the Ryder Cup team coming soon. They haven't named anybody. Still, nothing from Tiger Woods. Tiger, you can make me give up golf. Tennis, the U.S. Open is underway uh, this week. Uh, I'll get you updated on that probably on Friday. Uh, good luck to Venus and Coco Golf. So, uh, good luck to those two. I'm going to get down to some track and field. If you didn't watch, because I don't know why track and field wasn't known. I mean, it's a 12-hour difference from Budapest to where we are. But still, it's nothing like watching it live. The women's 100, as you already know, Shakari Richardson took home the gold. Uh, Star-studded fields. Uh, you know, Shelly Amber and Fraser Frice and Sharika Jackson, she walked away with it. Uh, the men's 100, Noah Lyles, uh, DMV stand-up, he took home the 100. Women's 200, Sharika, I'm just going to call her the Jet Jackson. She hit the curve, and it wasn't even close after that. So Jamaica gets the 200. And the men's 200, once again, Noah Lyles, DMV stand-up, VA in the house, two times. Then we had the women's 4 by 100 I mean the 4 by 100 uh, the women's, USA again, anchor leg, Shakari Richardson. And in the men's 4x100, uh, Noah Lyles, anchor leg, gold, third medal. Yeah, USA did it big this weekend. 
And like I said, the only part that was bad about it, I didn't get to see it live, but still made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. So congratulations to Team USA. Now we're going to move over into college football, these rankings and everything else. The only games to note this week, uh, ranked games, you had number six, USC taking on San Jose State, uh, 56-28, uh, Caleb Williams, four touchdowns. Another day at the office. Then you had um, number 13, Notre Dame versus Navy, 42-3. They should have never played this. And then everybody's favorite HBCU, Jackson State, post Dion, post, post Coast Prime, beat South Carolina State 37-7. Yeah, they look like the defending SWAC championships. And, of course, the band J5 got their swagger back. So, Congratulations to them. Moving on to the Power Fives. We're going to run down these uh, rankings as is right now. Uh, they have Georgia, ranked number one, defending two-time champions. Why wouldn't they be? Michigan's at number two. Harbaugh and the crew is coming. Ohio State's at three, at number three. I think they're a little high with the, uh, with the uncertainty at quarterback. You got Alabama at number four. Also, I'm not going to say they're too high, but they have a problem at quarterback right now. Number five, you have LSU. I think they're too low. LSU is going to be a problem. That game one against Florida State, I'm a Florida State fan. I think they're going to take them to the woodshed. USC, too high. They have the Heisman quarterback, Caleb Williams, but they don't have the team around him. Anytime you got Jerry Rice's son sitting the bench, no, a little too high. Number seven, Penn State. I think they're a little too low. Penn State's gonna be uh they're gonna be a problem in the Big Ten this year. Number eight, Florida State, like I said, too high. Number nine, Clemson is over for Dabo. Those those days of dominating uh the ACC are pretty much over. He can't get the recruits, and his spill has gone deaf on people's ears. You got number ten, Washington. Uh, I really can't don't have an opinion on them. I don't I don't know enough about them. Number eleven, Texas. I'm gonna wait and see. Uh, Sarkeesian, he's got the tools. He has to make it work this year. He's either got to come in one or two in the Big Twelve, or he might just be out of a job before he even gets to the SEC. Number twelve, Tennessee. Loaded. They'll be there. Number thirteen, Notre Dame. They just put on a show this weekend. I don't still don't don't know how good they are. Number 14, Utah, always steady, always a problem. Number 15, Oregon. Bo Nix is ranked in the quarterback rankings in the Pac-12 ahead of Shador Sanders. Where do they do that at? Have you seen Bo Nix? Did you see him at Auburn? And now he's in the Pac-12 at Oregon? <sighs> Moving on. 16, Kansas State, always tough. Number 17, TCU. They're going to run into them Buffaloes on September the 2nd. We're going to see what they're really about, see if they had, if they got some replacements for the people they lost. I say no, but anything can happen. Number 18, Oregon State. Oregon State always tough out there in the Pac-12. Number 19, Wisconsin. Uh, Cincinnati's old coach is their new coach. Let's see if he can get his winning ways with those big guys up in Wisconsin. 20, Oklahoma. Brent Venables should have never got that job at Oklahoma, and he's been running his mouth. So we're going to see what, what uh, the Sooners really do, because if he doesn't finish in the top two of the Big 12, he might be looking for a new job too. 
Number 21, UNC, super quarterback Drake May. He's got the man at the top, Mac Brown, who's had superstars before, so he's going to let the stars shine. 22, Ole Miss. Oh, Lane Kiffin's got something for you. I think they should be ranked a little bit higher, but we don't know what they got in the cupboard. We're going to see. Number 23, Texas A&M. Poor Jimbo. Ten-year contract. Hasn't made anything happen yet. A lot of disappointment. A lot of people are tired. Now, no affirmative action. The brothers ain't coming. Jimbo's in trouble. Jimbo's in trouble. Number 24, Tulane. Tough team last year. Took out USC in the bowl game. We'll see what they got. Uh, see what we have this year. And 25 hour. Always a standout. Uh, we'll see what they have. That's all I have for uh, college football. The week, this weekend coming is when it really starts. So we have a. Uh, yeah, it's going to go down on Monday. That's all I can say. We're going to move into the NFL to recap some things. Uh, well, that happened, uh, the scores primarily, uh, starting with Thursday, we had the Steelers against the Falcons, 24-0, the Steelers, uh, Pickett came out, looked fantastic, we'll see if that flows into the season, the Colts versus the Eagles, 27-13, Colts, Richardson looked really, really good, bigger version of Jalen Hurts, but is he as dedicated as Jalen Hurts, we don't know, we'll see. Then we have Friday, we had Detroit against the Panthers, 26-17. Uh, it was a Teddy Bridgewater sighting. Uh, he pretty much played the whole game. Uh, Bryce uh, Young looked pretty good. I think they're going to be, once he get his feet under him in the, in, the, in the division, I think the Panthers will be okay. Then we had the Patriots versus the Titans, 23-7 Titans. They need to let Malik Willis play. Point blank, period. Then we had the Chargers versus the 49ers, 23-12, Chargers. Mm, a lot of starters didn't play. It was just, you know, it was positioning for players that wanted to get drafted or cut. We had the Bills versus the Bears, 24-21, Bills. First time the Bills looked like a real football team all preseason. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, then we had Seahawks versus the Packers, 19-15, Packers. They're sleeping on Jordan Love. He had a great preseason. Browns versus the Chiefs. 33-32 Chiefs. There was a DW4 sighting. He looked like the old DW4. And like I said, return of the Mac. DW4. Then we had the Cardinals versus the Vikings. 18-17 Cardinals. That was unwatchable. You had the Jets versus the Giants. 32-24 Jets. Aaron Rodgers made his first preseason start since 2018, I believe. Uh, I wasn't impressed. And like I said, I've been telling people, Aaron Rodgers on a good Packers team last year was average. It's hard to say that about him because the Hall of Fame career, he was average. Average is not going to get it done this year with the Jets. And that line he's behind is average. That's all I'm saying. Bengals uh, versus the Commanders, 21-19 Commanders. The Commanders got a little something started. The Bengals haven't said anything about Joe Burrow's contract or anything about him playing since the hamstring uh, injury early before the first preseason game. Um, they afforded themselves well without him, but it's, it's, it's not a real game, so we'll see. Jaguars, the Jags versus Dolphins, 31-18. The Jags, Sunshine with Sunshine. Uh, 
They have talent all over the field on the offensive side of the ball. The game will stop due to injury, though. The NFL is not playing around anymore with these neck injuries or post-concussions or stuff like that. They're not playing around. They're just straight stopping the games. Uh, when then we had the Raiders versus the Cowboys, 31-16. The boys, like I said, Will they gave Will Greer uh, the whole game. So hopefully somebody will pick him up because he had a great camp. And uh, then we had the Rams and the Broncos. 41 zip Broncos. Yeah, I mean, the Rams got a lot of work to do. That's all I'm going to say. And then last night you had the Texans and the Saints. Uh, the Texans pull out one. And like I said, uh, C.J. Stroud was named starting quarterback for uh, the Texans. Uh, congratulations to him. Moving on to FIBA, the basketball tournament. I've been pleasantly surprised by the U.S. team. Like I said, they're not star-studded. Nobody's afraid of them, but they've been playing together, and so far, so good. My only pet peeve is the slow starts. The slow starts. A bunch of games going on today that I didn't get the chance to recap, but I'm going give, to give you what I have for this weekend. Saturday, we had the U.S. against New Zealand. They rolled them 99-72. Austin Reeves led the team with 15 points. Uh, then Sunday, we had Germany against Austria. Germany pulled it out, 85-82. Lithuania against Mexico, 96-66 Lithuania. Then we had Canada versus uh, Lebanon, 128-73. Shea Gillis-Alexander put on a show. And then we had France against Lativa. Like I said, 88-86 Lativa beats France, bounces them out of the tournament. Wow. That's all I have for uh, FIBA basketball. We want to roll into baseball. Like I said, I'm not trying to keep you long today, but I didn't have a show Friday, so I'm catching you up just a little bit just to get you back in the groove. Uh, the American League, baseball, the Orioles, two games up on Tampa Bay. The Yankees are still in the basement, six games on the fire, 500, and a complete embarrassment. Bench is cleared this weekend with them in Tampa Bay. Don't be mad at Tampa Bay because they're only two games out, and you just embarrassing I'm not wearing my Yankee hat. AL Central, we got the Twins, six games over Cleveland right now. And then in the AL West, Seattle has taken the lead from the Rangers and the Astros, who are both a full game back. That's going to be interesting down the stretch. National League, we got NL East, Atlanta, 13 games up on Philly. Philly just hoping for the wild card. NL Central, we got the Brewers. They four games up on the Cubs and six games up on the Reds. That's another close division. And in the NL West, it's the Dodgers world. They're 12 games up on Arizona. The Padres, all that talent. They, they like the Yankees. Very disappointing. Some heads have got to fly. We're going to see. Then stats-wise, as always, Lewis Ariz. It's hitting, still hitting 350. The quest for 400 is over, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be the batting champ. Home runs, Shohei Otani has 44 home runs to lead the league. Steroids. But uh, moving on, we got Matt Olson leading the league in RBIs with 112. Uh, Spencer Strider is, is the only 15-game winner in the league uh, with, with Atlanta. And then we have... Uh, Blake Snell, 2.73 ERA, ERA, leads the league in ERA. And we have two uh, 
Two guys tied for uh, the league and saves at 30-34. Now, I didn't really want to get into boxing because this hasn't been much of a thing. But we had Usyk, who has three of the belts against Du Bois this weekend. The heavyweight division is coming real secondary now. It's not that these guys are not fighting any anybody. It's just, just the skill levels are not there. I mean, Tyson Fury, he's a party animal. I mean, when he fights, it's good. But, I mean, he's more interested in doing other things at this point. Deontay Wilder and uh, Joshua will be a good fight if they ever get it on. We're just waiting to see. But this Usyk, the boys thing, it wasn't worth it wasn't worth worth the watch. Uh, Usyk gets the uh, he gets the win. Uh, they're making it mandatory that Shakur Stevenson's fights Frank Martin. I think that would be a good fight. I will watch that. They both of them are good. I think uh, Shakur is a little too much for Frank Martin, but that will be a good fight. And these other guys in the division need to take notice. Just fight. Just fight. Make boxing relevant. Uh, and then. You know, Charlo against Canelo. Charlo is looking for respect in all the wrong places. He's pulling up to talk shows, telling, oh, I heard you talk, you're talking about me. Yeah, they're talking about how you're going to lose. They're talking about how you're going to get your ass whipped. They're talking about how your brother set you up. That's what they're talking about. Nobody's scared of you, dude. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, just be mad at your brother when Canelo hands you your ass. When, when y'all fight. Because it's not even going to be close. You're the least uh, of the two brothers. Uh, your other brother talks a lot of smack with his red hair. But he's actually a bet, way better technician than you. So be mad at who you want to be mad at. Be mad at yourself for taking this fight. Because if Canelo doesn't get you out in seven or eight, he's washed. And if, even if he doesn't get you out in seven and eight, you're still losing. You got the blueprint on how to beat him. Can you do it? I don't think so. I mean, I'll eat crow if you do beat him. I mean, if you knock him off off, off his uh, plateau like that, I mean, I'll all but congratulate you. But I don't see it. Anyway, moving on. Okay, my last thing for the day. I'm trying not to laugh at this too much. We had the two shoot the two shows on TV. The pundits are going crazy. Uh, first, you got first take, which with the Stephen A. Smith, which is virtually unwatchable these days. Uh, Stephen A. is just too pompous. I don't know who told him he could dress. I don't know. Like he always asking, "Who do you think you, dude? Who do you think you are?" Like I said, Stephen A. hasn't been the real Stephen A. since they took, quite frankly, off the air. And quite frankly, I'm tired of the stick. Now Shannon Sharp is coming on the fourth, uh, so he's really gonna be high amp. Because, you know, Shannon, he can't dress with Shannon on, on any day. Uh, but we're going to see what it is. And the back and forth between him and Molly, why don't they just come out and tell everybody they're dating or doing whatever they're doing? Because it's nauseating. I'm getting tired of it. Really. Molly, have a take. I mean, you're just on there for eye candy. But still, and I'm not saying that to be chauvinistic or anything. What does she actually bring to the table? Mediate. The takes you have are garbage. Uh, anyway, moving on. And then the new Undisputed. Skip Bayless with that uh, that new intro. I mean, the, the Wayne song is cool, but his intro today was, I mean, that was so bubblegum. 
I was like, I, I had to feel my teeth and see if they had rotted. But, you know, it's Richard Sherman, Keyshawn, and the playmaker Michael Irvin. He brought Little Wayne on for some effect. Him and Ernestine love Wayne. Like, yeah, I can see him sitting in the house just playing Wayne music. But, you know, that ego still out of control. So, I'm watching it just to see what it's going to do. First thing he does is go back to when him and Richard Sherman have the spat. They try to clear it up. Richard, I mean, like, come on, Rich. I, I, I lost a little respect for you today. I mean, you you all hell-bent on breathing down Russell Wilson's throat for being a nice guy, but all of a sudden you and Skip chums, oh, you guys are the same, even though he didn't play. Yeah, dude, he had to bring that out to let you know who was boss. You look like a sucker. Just want you to know. Now, Mike and Keith, they're going to speak their mind, so I ain't really worried about them. The only thing I'm thinking, how much of this is Skip going to be able to take? Because at some point, his ego is going to get in the way. And at some point, these guys are going to have to have to understand he's going to come off crazy. Shannon Sharp is a Hall of Famer. The only one that up there is a Hall of Famer is, is Mike Irvin. Keyshawn probably just reach across the table and slap him. I'll assure him he probably just walk off. I don't know. But for both shows, right now, in the words of Bubba Dub, trash. That's all I'm saying. Now I got some shout outs. And I'm going to get on up out of here. Uh, first, I want to shout out uh, Manice out in Arizona. Alana Robinson turned sweet 16 uh, last Wednesday. I want to shout her out. Hope she had a great birthday. Uh, so I want to shout out my great niece, KK, for her birth. She also had a birthday last week. And I want to shout out to my guy, Terry Burrell, a.k.a. Soldier, who had a birthday also last week. That's my guy. And last but not least, I want to shout out my big dog right here in Houston, Big Pat Lewis. Happy birthday, bruh. That's all I got. As always, it's your boy OG, and I'm O-U-T.